Hello, everyone. It is Marilyn Aloria, and welcome to Who Can It Be Now? And this is a very special edition of uh, the Genius Call. Once again, every Genius Call is different. So I ask you to participate, and we have beautiful participants here on this call. And it was a little wonky this time around because tech things happen. And, you know, for any of you who are thinking of growing and building an on a business, I have to tell you that simplify, simplify, simplify in the beginning because. I have a complicated business. I'm trying to simplify it now and things happen, things, things happen. But what we do on this genius call is we really tap you into your genius. And I did one just a couple of days ago that you probably, by the time this goes on the podcast, you'll listen to. And what I'm finding with every time I do a genius call, I'm learning more and more about um, the explanation of it. So what the genius is for me is there's a specific thing that everybody has that is unique to them. It is their calling. It is their uh, soul's right. It is their soul's work. And whether you do it for a living or not does not matter. It's just about living in the optimum place that you could possibly live. It's based on your life experiences. It's based on what you've studied, what your interests are, your passions. It really makes you unique in this world. And what I'm noticing from teaching people this particular formula on diving in is that people are not seeing their own genius because they're so programmed to not give themselves value or worth. And the way to give yourself value and worth is to really start having conversations with your own heart and soul and really being conscious about your the life that you've lived, the accomplishments you've done, even the hard times that you've uh, gone through and what you've created from those moments. So I'm going to take everybody through a, a probably a little bit of a sped up version of this because uh, we're going to do a part two with the people that are on the call today. Everybody in Next Level Living gets this. They pretty much can attend anytime they want. But um, we have two beautiful guests here that I don't know very well. So I'm super excited to get to know them. So the thing that's important is to really acknowledge who you are as a person. Many people are always asking me, what I'd like to know in the chat right now, let me fix the chat so everybody can chat me, chat everyone. What I'd like to know in the chat right now, what drew you to my work, to the SAS experience? Um, because they're all getting this bonus call from the SAS experience. And if you're interested in learning more about the SAS experience, you can go to joinsass.com. But they're all getting that from the SAS experience. Next level living people pretty much get anything I do because they're bonused into a lot of stuff with me. That's my signature program. So if you want to know about the next level living, just go to marilynaloria.com forward slash next. What I want to know from you guys is like what you're hoping to gain from this call. So if you could put that in the chat, that would be really beneficial to me. And I'm going to talk. So just don't mind. I'll, I'll give you a minute to put it in there, put it in there. But anybody who's listening, think about why you're attracted to my work. What is it that about my work that you like? And what are you hoping to gain from listening to my work, listening to my podcast, whether you attend a class of mine, whatever it is. Since the podcast is Who Can It Be Now, I have to close the door because we can't invite every Tom Dix and Harry Ghost in here at the same time. <laughs> and thank you, Dashka, by the way, for um, alerting me to the problem. I was super, Dashka said, I was super interested in developing my spiritual gifts. Dashka has been working with me for quite some time and she's now working as a healer and uh, she's doing incredibly well. She's super gifted and just accelerating her gifts. Excelling, excelling. You're welcome. You can mention your uh, website, Dashka, if you want to mention your website. 
Oh, and my website is dashkashealinghands.com. And that's D-A-S-H-K-A yes. healinghands.com. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. New uh, Sally. Okay, so, oh, good. Lynn's on here. Okay, Lynn. I was drawn to SAS because of the pillows. They're easy to embrace and I love the activities. I love that, Lynn. Sally says, I need clarity and realize I also need help as to why I'm not doing it. That's a good one, Sally. I have to tell you. So I'm really glad that we're going to have more time together. We'll do a part two with you guys um, and we'll invite other people, but that's a really good one. And I will answer that. Uh, Mary says, new uncovered wisdom, love SAS being in the moment of your life with the pillars. Mary's also in next level living and does has done quite a few SAS experiences. Okay. So a lot of times people come to me because they want to know their gifts, number one. And what I want you to open your mind up to today is that your gifts are things that you're not really giving credit to. Your gifts are being able to be compassionate, listen to people, always wanting to help people, if that's what you have, making people laugh. Um, maybe you're very organized. That's a gift. You're clean. Um, you like to study, you're inquisitive. Those are gifts. And so many people think that gifts are just psychic abilities. So they miss the boat. They like, they're missing the, 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 the whole kit and caboodle of who they are as a person, because to be an incredibly gifted psychic medium, healer, channeler, all of the above, because I think it's all of the above. It's not just one thing. It's really about knowing your instrument and knowing yourself. Because your mind chatter is the main thing that gets in the way of any of your gifts. So if, you, if you're wondering, what, why can't I see? Why can't I see? I don't have that gift. And in the old days, people would think like, oh, I'm not clairvoyant. So that's why I don't have that gift. And I would say that maybe years ago, like when I first discovered what I had, there might have been some truth in that because of the consciousness that we were living in. That's not true any longer. In my opinion, anybody can develop any gift at any given time. You've got to be willing. And I'm going to say you have to trust it, but it's hard to trust out the gate, but at least be willing to play with it. And then the way you see and the way I see are totally different things. We all see different. We all hear different. We all um, have claircognizance different. So you want to get out of any comparison energy. So you could see like where learning your genius is going to help you excel in every area of your life because you give credit to yourself. I can teach you clairvoyancy, right? And clairvoyancy, there's so many different ways to see. And say one of the ways of seeing is repetitive symbols, butterflies, you know, numbers. That's a clairvoyant way of seeing. And then I teach this thing called the symbolic language of your soul. Because what butterflies, let's do this right now as a fun thing. By the way, I'm always channeling. So I never know what's going to come through me. I have a, a structure, a loose structure for these calls. But I read the energy of the group. And I know I have three of my, uh, like, I don't want to call them students, three of my community, uh, accelerated community here with me. So they're used to a lot of this stuff. Everybody in the chat, write down right now. I'm going to give you something new. What does a lamp mean to you? What does a lamp mean to you? Put it in the chat. Oh, thank you, Jane. Jane said, I loved working with you to gain clarity on my gifts and what I bring to the world. And Jane is still working with me. That's beautiful. What does a lamp mean to you? Light the way. Love that, Lynn. Lamp or lamb? Lamp, L-A-M-P, L-A-M-P. But since you heard lamb, I want to hear what they both mean to you. Because nothing's by accident. So let's see what it says. 
Okay, Dashka, Mary, and uh, Jane, I know you're used to this, but I want you playing along. Lamb is softness. Okay, what about lamp? Are they both softness? Light, great. Clarity of light that brings me insight. Great. Turn on the light. Lamb is gentle. Great. <laughs> great. So you can see how you just kind of came up with that in your own way, even though they were similar, you didn't need Google. So now I'm going to give you another one. Butterfly. What does a butterfly mean to you? And you can't get it wrong. That's the main thing about this work. You can't get it wrong. What does a butterfly mean to you? Jane says transformation. Sally says visitations. Beauty and transformation. Great, Lynn. I think Dashka and Mary are busy. So I'm going to leave it at that. So you can see how growth, extens expansion, and joy. Yeah, shining light. So it's all different. And that's probably based on an experience that you've had in your life with a butterfly. So when you start looking at your life through this particular lens where you give yourself more credit than anybody outside of you, your life shifts, shifts not shifts, your life shifts and changes at an accelerated speed, at a very accelerated speed. I always, Jessica says, I always smile when I see a butterfly. Great. So knowing this now, and you came into the call wanting to, you know, get off the fence or take action or um, wanting to just, you know, live a, a more accelerated life or whatever the reason is, knowing that you have more power now, because I just placed it in your hands, what would you do with that power? Thinking, let me start this question this way. You're where you are today. You have an idea of where you want to be. You now have the power to bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be. What would you do to bridge that gap? Don't say to yourself, I can't do it. I don't have the money. I can't travel right now. I have to deal with my health. That isn't allowed to enter this equation. This equation is about allowing, um, allowing just the process of thinking of solution without the the um, the negative of no, no, no. I'm not saying that there isn't truth behind that, but I want you to free yourself up. So what you now have the power, you now have this powerful ball in your hands and you can create anything. And there's one thing that spirit's saying, just do this. And this is gonna help bridge the gap. What would it be? And if it's stumping you, notice that. It's okay if it's stumping you. Many times we think it's this big thing we have to do. It's not. It's something small. So Lynn, I love this answer, but I'm going to have you break it down even more. She said, create a job that involves everything I love to do. What would be the first step towards that? What would be something that you could do that you have in your power to create a job that involves everything you love to do? Um, Sally says, be so comfortable speaking publicly and do the business setup. I love that. Love that. So what would be the one step you could do to start getting comfortable with speaking publicly? And then Jane and Dashka and Mary, I know that you guys are at a totally different uh, pace right now with Next Level Living, but add whatever you think you need to do to accelerate. Jane's writing a, a memoir, a very powerful memoir. Dashka is a 
expanding her healing. Mary is jumping into more of her channeling and also organizing her life so that she has the freedom to do more of her gifts. And I know they won't mind me sharing that about them. So they, they all have, they already know their gifts and they're now just working to accelerate them. So what's one thing you can do? And if you don't know, I love that, Sally. Sally said, I started to practice in front of the camera. Beautiful. So simple. Now, it might not be because it might rub up against beliefs inside of you that you're not supposed to have this. So I love that. I love that. Dashka, I'm going to make this more interactive, I think. I'm, that's what I'm coming up with now. Dashka said, talk about myself, what I know and have to offer. Great. Love that, Dashka. We're going to talk more about that in Next Level Living, about um, how to have how to really sell what you do from a very safe space, from a place that makes you feel good and not pitchy. So we're going to be talking more about that. Uh, Lynn said, continue chatting and networking with people in the industry. I love that. I'm targeting for a new job wellness. Great. Okay. Here, now let's go. We're going to go through the SAS pillar system to find your genius. You're not going to fully find your genius today. It's almost impossible, but this is going to be a good setup for you to start working in your mind. And I'm going to show you how to work the SAS pillar system in a way that really helps you to start thinking about your life differently. So the first S we know is about subconscious thinking, right? And you've just all shared, most of you, except I know some are other do it, you know, Dashka, you know what you want. Jane, you know what you want. Mary, you know what you want. Lynn, you just shared what you wanted. And Sally, you just shared what you wanted. What is the limiting belief that is holding you back from getting, from, from success in this area? What is the limiting belief? Now, let me say something real quick. I want everybody to understand that limiting beliefs happen at a lot of evolutions of our business, of our life. People out there make you think that limiting, they're like, they're past it all. It's not true. They're just not being honest or they're not in touch with themselves. I don't know. But no matter, you listen to billionaires, they're going to talk about even stuff that comes up for them. They're just always solution-minded. They don't get stuck in the limiting beliefs. So I want you to recognize that you're not alone for having them, but I would like to hear what they are so that we can work with them. And Dashka and Jane, I want you playing along. In space of understanding the gap and using it. You know, Mary, I'm going to share something. Let me have them write this, but I want to share something about that gap that's super important for everybody. Okay, let's see what we got here. Oh, beautiful, Lynn. Thank you for being honest. She said, I don't have career experience or credentials to change careers at age 60. Um, I'm going to help you with this, but I'm glad that you said this. So, Lynn, what is it that you want to do? Can you tell me in the, the chat? Mm. Beautiful, Sally. Getting over the perfectionism because I know that I'm good at what I do. Beautiful. So um, I'm just going to go back to what Mary said quick. Mary said, in space of understanding the gap and using it. In my meditation, actually, I was on the Peloton this morning because when I exercise a lot, meditation will come in as well. Channeled information will come in a lot. And I was feeling my future. And when I got off the bike and went into the shower, I felt where I was today, which was, there was like a huge gap from this one future that I'm working towards. And I noticed that I became despondent and a little bit depressed. 
And I went, what's going on with myself? And I realized, oh, the gap between where I am and where I want to go, it feels pretty large today. So what can I do about it? And you don't want to get caught up in, oh, the gap is so big. I can't get there. I don't know what to do. You want to start breaking it down like we're doing right now. So for me, it was like, okay, so what do I need to do? How do I need to create this? What do I need to do today? What can I do right now in this moment? What belief can I rewrite? So when Lynn says, I don't have career experience or credentials to change careers at age 60, that's not true. Because at age 60, you have more life experience than I see some people out there. And I'm like, how are you doing what you think you're doing when you really don't know what you're doing? You know what you're doing because you have the life experience behind it besides the passion. Perfectionism, Sally talks about, I'm not a perfectionist. You'll notice it when bad Zoom links go out or I make mistakes somewhere, but I understand perfectionism stops a lot of people. And really what that comes down to is um, you're never going to get a perfect Sally ever. And it's through the imperfection that the magical moments happen that you get to teach. My mistakes are the best places for me to teach from and they turn them into stories. And they're never mistakes because it's our universe showing us like this is where your greatness gets born. So you have to find a way, usually perfectionism, and I know a lot about insecurity in my own self. I've struggled with it for years. I'm pretty good. I'm getting so much better with it, so much better. And I notice if it shows up, but it's not like what I used to have. And I feel like there's sometimes a lack of self-worth or insecurity that you have to look at and build. So if we start there and not at the perfectionism or whatever the initial cause is, the initiating cause, you get to shift and grow. Dashka, this is a great one, Dashka, a bit of fear of rejection being other than not included. This is a good one. And the thing that I would suggest for anybody who's afraid of rejection is one, two things may be happening. One, you may not be speaking to the right people. What I have learned about sales, especially now, is when I make an offer and I get like people are like having life-changing experiences and they just glaze over the offer or they don't like respond, I would initially be like, what, what's going on? And then what I learned, Ashka, is I can't work with people who don't want to take action. I don't care if they say no, but to not even take an action of saying yes or no to me is inaction. So I've learned very much about myself that I can't be with people that aren't decisive. So you may have to shift your audience because when you're around your audience, they will clearly respond whether they decide to do it or not and it and and also you have to work with the personal story about rejection you know so i have to like i go right in that moment going wait this is about me not them what's going on for me and you work with that created roadblocks connected to where i am so mary you have to figure out what those roadblocks are and um i'd say go around them and dissolve them and if it's about organization and all the stuff that you have in front of you Set a calendar for two months and get that stuff done if you can. I know you have to wait for other people. Um, you want to move from a corporate tech role to a role in wellness. I love that. Well care, not sick care. I love that. Uh, Sally said fear. Yeah. So these are all things that are normal that come up. But let me ask you this. Challenge in being seen and speaking my truth in words. Totally, Jane. But all of you have these desires inside of you. And you're holding these desires so close to your heart and soul 
that nobody gets to experience the magical gift that you are. Is it worth, let's take you, take you 20 years from now, 30 years from now, you're on your deathbed 50 years from now. And the younger you comes into the room of today and the older you is in the bed who didn't do anything. What would the you of today say to the you in the deathbed? What would they say to you? And the one that's in the deathbed who didn't do it, who just let fear take over. Let's take it even further. They transition where none of this matters. Fear, insecurity, lack of confidence, bills, taxes, none of this matters in the next world. What do you think that spirit, that soul would have to say about this moment? What, give it to me in the chat. Tell me what you heard. And if you didn't hear anything, let me know that too. If you're struggling, I don't normally take people to that place, but we make these little problems so big that they stop us in the track and we need to put them in perspective. So I'm just waiting till they put it in the chat. And I don't want to just continue. Actually, I can record. I can pause recording. Okay. Let's start reading these. So uh, Mary said, don't wait. Be present. Each moment is opportunity. Great. Great. Um, Dashka said, I'm disappointed that the fear stopped me. I could have helped so many heal physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Great. Sally says, I've been to that place and seen it, but, well, what does that mean, Sally? <laughs> you can unmute if you want, because I'm curious what that means. You have to unmute, honey. And Lynn, make sure you put yours in and Jane, because I'm going to have you do something with it. If you can unmute Sally, but this is a good time for you to talk on camera to get used to it. <laughs> okay, my unmute is not working. Can you explain it in the chat? I've also asked for you to unmute. Let me see if I can unmute you. I don't think I can. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's not working for some reason. I agree. Okay. Okay, so just put it in the chat. So Jane said, you could have shifted from fear to excitement. There's no time like the present. Great. And Lynn said, I would tell myself that I was already doing wellness informally without any fear. Great. So what I want you to do now is that's all a belief that you just worked with and you shift, you shifted it or you got a consciousness around it. I want you to rewrite this belief right now into something believable for you. So if you have, uh, it's hard to, like, if we do affirmations, I have nothing really against affirmations, except that I haven't seen them in my own life as taking root. So usually for me, if I have to rewrite a belief and I have a hard time believing it, I change it by saying, well, up until now, I didn't believe I could do it. Or I am working on really owning that I am a healer. So it allows you to write it in a positive so that you can really start getting very actionable with it. So write down a belief right now that works towards you. 
works for you. Sally said, uh, I'm 70, I, so I know that time is ticking, but I'm giving, getting over vulnerability and asking for help. Reason I joined SAS, great. Um, so write down that new belief because we're going to go into the next part. And if you don't want to share it in the chat, you can just write it down for yourself, but you need a new belief. Like Sally, one of your beliefs would be, um, I'm perfect just the way I am when I speak. People really feel motivated when I share my stories with them. People really love the advice I give them. I really helped my best friend the other day when I told her blah, 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 blah. Or I helped that person in the grocery store. You want to kind of anchor it into a life experience if you can. So now you can take it that much further. Anchor it into a life experience. Change that belief. So Dashka says, I speak freely about what I know and what I have to offer. So anchor into it, Dashka, where you said that, you spoke it freely, and somebody took you up on that offer, and then their life was changed because you know that you already have that experience. Lynn, you know that you're already helping people with wellness just by being around people. So you want to anchor it into a life experience. Mary, I want you to give your say where you've given yourself permission. Anchor it into a life experience now. That'll make that affirmation come to life. And then I think I missed James. Oh, now it doesn't matter. Okay, so we're going to go into a little bit of the work, and then we're going to open up to questions. This was just the grounding work. So I want you to um, close your eyes. And I want you to just take a couple of breaths. And as you're breathing in your physical body, I want you to feel this place inside of you that is an egg. There's an egg. And there's a piece of you inside that egg. And it's been incubating for all this time. And I want you to bring your inner awareness to inside that egg. And if you have difficulty seeing, you could work with feeling or just work with my words and you create it for yourself. Say, okay, I, I can't see the egg, but I know what an egg looks like. And that's how you can open up to seeing it. So you're inside this egg. And this egg has been incubating for years, for years. And it's become this safety room for you. And it has shelled you in. And inside this egg, and again, if you can't see it, just answer these questions when I ask them. There is a profound life experience that is connected to your wish today. That life experience could have been tremendously difficult or amazingly exciting or both. A lot of times people think when we do something really uncomfortable, we shouldn't feel fear, but normally it's those uncomfortable, fearful moments that something exciting gets born. So I want you to find that experience. And if you're having difficulty finding one, I want you to pick one. 
And this is a moment, it's a profound moment in your life. Could be having a child, could be getting married, it could be leaving a job, could be anything. Could be an experience you had in grammar school where somebody told you you weren't worth worthy. I want you to find that profound moment where fear met something even greater inside of you. Now that you have that moment, I want you to recognize what you felt in that moment. So before the realization, the epiphany, the acceleration onto a new path or into a new life, there's a moment before that happens when you're hit with a consciousness of, oh my goodness, I, I'm really going to do this. I'm really going to have this kid, or I'm really going to leave this job, or I'm really going to pursue my career. But there's a moment right before that where you experience fear, doubt, anxiety. See if you can tap into that feeling. Notice how it feels. Now accelerate past this moment into the next stage of your life where this moment brought you to a greater understanding, brought you to something else. You didn't shrink. You didn't hide. You didn't run. I don't care if it was a failure or a success. You walked through it. You did it. That's not what counts. You did it. And you ended into another part of your path. Like you literally walk through a door. And by walking through this door, by doing it, you created a character trait inside of you. It was maybe one of courage, one of love for yourself, one of value. Maybe it was like, I could just do it. I don't have to be afraid. Find that positive character trait. And if you're still unsure, pick a character trait that you feel you really need in order to live your genius. I want you to hold that character trait close to your chest as if it was a guide, as if it was a child, as if it was your best friend, your best pet. It unconditionally loves you. This character trait, it is so part of you. Now, I want you to think about the thing that you told me you wanted to do. And that is circling outside the egg. And you are going to take this character trait and you are going to break through this egg. You are going to break through it. And I want you to powerfully punch through the egg. And I want you to give birth to this part of yourself. And as you give part to this self, this new being, I want you to recognize that you're now aligned with your soul, that this is an alignment. By you breaking through, you're agreeing to align with this vision, this dream, this destiny that you have. It has been given to you because you're capable of doing it. Now, I want you to leave the egg behind. You don't need the egg. 
And I want you to embody your physical being. So now you have this character trait, you have you. Again, I, I'm very visual. So if you're not very visual, it doesn't matter because there's so much vibration in my words. You can just listen, you could feel, you could just breathe into it, but you are breathing into your physical body. You are lighting up your physical body with this new birthing of yourself. And I want you to fully en encompass all of your being. Just fully fill it. And now it's soul ignition time. You have the light. You have the match. You have the lighter. You have whatever it needs. And I want you to think of something you can do in the next 24 hours that will ignite this light in your soul. Because we can't ignite the light in our soul if we're not taking action. So what is the thing that you can do in the next 24 hours to ignite the light in your soul? And I want it actionable. It can't be, um, I'm just going to look at the the trees outside, or I'm just going to, people will tell me, I'm just going to sit. No, I really want actionable. So if it's like, I want to be a speaker like Sally, Sally can go watch a TEDx talk and make notes as she watches it. Like, oh, this is storytelling. This is good. She can look for uh, something around that. Uh, Lynn can look at groups of people that really accelerate other healers that really want them to grow their business. Um, Dashka can watch a sales pitch video, you know, about sales. Um, Mary, I wasn't too clear what you were working on. So I'm going to leave that one. I know what James, I know you're still working on organizing a lot of stuff and getting out of the stuff. So you could watch, organize something or send like the, spend one hour just doing it. I know you do that a lot. And then Jane, Jane can just make sure that tomorrow she connects with this character trait and she continues to write. Pick it now. And you can take what I gave you. It's fine. Now you're ready for synchronicity. Now you're ready for the universe to meet you because you're not hiding. The one thing I want you to own right now before I take you out of this is through that life experience, a genius was born. A genius side of you was born. It is connected to the life the career that you want right now. There is something in that experience, that difficult experience that is feeding the career you want to do now. So what was happened in that life experience that taught you something about yourself that you now want to share with others because you know it's going to help them? What is that thing? Is it... Uh, writing stories, healing people, um, just being compassionate, being a great listener? Is it just um, doing readings? What is that thing that was born from that moment that you can do and use to help other people? And if you need an example, I'll give you a quick example. So mine was a moment when I left my career and I did a play and I bombed. I left my career to be an actress. And I did a play and I bombed and I was sitting in a, a diner with a friend of mine. And I said, oh my, I was crying my eyes out. I was like, oh my goodness, I just left this really lucrative career. What am I doing? And she said, it's one play. Don't worry about it. And um, 
I was devastated because it was a big play with big casting directors, agents, everything. And I noticed in that moment what was born was I didn't turn around. I didn't turn back. I kept going. And then I got the lead in an off-Broadway play. I didn't give up. And that story motivates others. So that's my work. Okay. What is the, the thing that you learned that you get first give me this what is the action step you're going to take in the next 24 hours put that in the chat okay uh lynn said i'm going to make a list of all the wellness courses i've already taken to build my confidence to move forward that is amazing i have a story about that when i was um uh, working in television and I was interviewing, I was looking to leave MTV and get another job. I wrote down all my experience on like 10 pieces of paper. And I'll never forget the first time I worked for NBC Olympics, I was in the cab heading to the interview, reading all of it. I knocked both that interview out of the park because I was feeling so good about it. And I'm, all the things about why I was good at what I did was at the top of my head. Such a great activity. I love it. Jane said, I will finish the next chapter by tomorrow morning. I have the Sisu. I do this now to do this now. I love that. Uh, Mary said, schedule daily time books to inspire. Um, I don't know what you mean by schedule daily time, time every day to, uh, for, to read books. Mary, I want you to start being more specific with things that you give me so that we're, we're definitely, I'm sure you're specific in your head. I want to see that it's specific. Okay. Sally, I just want to know your thing. Oh, this is great. Getting in touch with the coaching institute and ask for help with public speaking. Great, 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 great. Research and watch education on marketing. Beautiful. Okay. Now I want, which Sally already did, I want you to write your genius. What was your genius that was born from that egg, from that moment, from this little meditation? Okay. And I saw Sally's wrote, because I think this is your Sally. You said, I'm a great matrix birth re-imprinting practitioner. I see how it makes stories different between mother and baby. That's amazing. That's your genius. That's great. Own it. And 70 is not that old. You have many years ahead of you. And I'll tell you something else, Sally. People are going to believe you because of age, because that still happens. We meet very wise younger people and, and some younger people, I'll hear the wisdom come out of their mouth and I'll be like, there's this guy I follow, Alex Hermosi. He's a business guy. He's 32. But the wisdom that comes out of his mouth, I'm like, besides the fact that he's got proven track record of a hundred, you know, he's worth a hundred million. That's not really my thing. I don't care what you're worth. He speaks this wisdom and I'm like, he's 32, but I, I would work with him in a second. So, but people are going to look at you and say, that your age is actually going to be an asset. People are going to be like, I can trust her. She has the wisdom for this. So start recognizing that the age is, the, is an asset too. It's, and I know you weren't saying that it wasn't, but I know we, I'm 57. We can get into our heads and be like, you know, she, Mary Lynn said she's 60. We can get into our heads going, oh, I'm too old for this. Look at all. And it's not true. We have this like amazing life experience to help people. And Jane knows this more than anyone. <laughs> so uh, Lynn said, let's see, Dashka said research. Okay, wait, getting in touch with the coach. Okay, we got that. Um, 
Lynn said resilience and courage. Love that, that that was born out of your genius. The genius, and Jane said genius is that I have Sisu to do this work and share it with others. I love that. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I remember you saying it yesterday. Dashka said, I believe in myself. I'm worthy of large financial involvement in myself. I love that. Love that. Implementing bullet journal, holding self accountable for how I use time, still reading book. Okay, great, Mary. Great, great, great. Um, okay, so do you feel a little bit better than you felt from the beginning of this call? Do you feel a little bit like, can you, from a scale from one to 10, one being, this didn't do anything for me, to a 10 being, you know what, this was friggin' amazing. Where do you feel like, do you feel like you have a good place to start from? And if you, and if it's a three, it's okay. This is a gauge that I teach people. So it doesn't bother me. I'm not going to be insulted. Like you're only out of two. Like, I don't have that kind of ego. You're not allowed to have ego like that in this business. In my opinion. Great. Lynn said a 10. Jane said a 10. Love the visual meditation. Great. I never did the eight before that I remember. So that was fun. Sally's an eight. Good, 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 good. Okay. So I have about 10 minutes that I'd like to open to Q&A right now and um, just see if you have any questions or anything came from this for you. But this is what I want to say about the genius stuff. I want you to continue to take inventory. I love what you wrote, Lynn, but take inventory on your life. Our life experiences, it was what makes us unique, capable and worthy of the work that we desire to do. And people will benefit from what you can offer them. And what I found in my own work that I do, even when I was doing readings mainly as a medium, I had so much compassion because I grew up in such a rough and tumble neighborhood, yet went to Catholic school and was just such a mixture of things that I had a lot of, um, actually, I don't know what you call them, um, sex workers now, I think that's the proper terminology. I had a lot of them come to me, madams and everything. And I was able to, I had no problem with them, working with them. I had no judgment. I had no judgment towards people that were in drugs or prison or things like that. Our life experience allows us not that, you know, and I had no judgment towards the CEOs and the, and the casting directors and the VPs that came to me. I was able to be compassionate for everybody. Go through your life experience. Okay, who has a question for me? You can raise your hand. Sally, since you can't unmute for some reason, I don't know why, which is such a shame. You know what I'll do, Sally? I can make you a co-host. See if that changes anything for you. And if it doesn't, you can write in the chat. If you have. Oh, it did. Do you have any questions for me, Sally? It worked. You can talk. But I still can't hear you. It unmuted. It might be your computer. Might Your mic might be like sometimes I hit something. Oh, no, you're muted again. Okay, you're muted. All right, it's not working. It doesn't matter. If you have a question for me, Sally, uh, just ask me. Um, great. So Lynn, do you want to ask me anything about that? She said, taking inventory of life experiences you mentioned was great for me to get clarity. I realized I'm exactly where I was 13 years ago and I figured it out then so I can figure it out now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's interesting about that? I'm so glad you had that realization. What bothers me the most and what, what I won't do with people anymore is they, somebody said to me on the call Tuesday, I did, she said, I'm stuck. And I said, I don't mind that you're stuck, but you can't stay stuck. 
And that's the biggest thing. So do you have any questions? Like, I want you to continue to do that so that you don't stay in the same place and you continue to move forward. Do you have any questions? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Okay. So yeah, that was exactly what I, when you said stuck, I'm always telling people, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. So when we went through that experience, I'm like, well, I didn't know then. And I figured it out. So I can figure it out now, but it's hard when you feel like you can't, um, like verbalize it. Like, what is that exact job that I want? Or, you know, role, I don't know exactly, but I kind of know like the industry. So I think it's like getting clarity. How do I further get clarity? I can because help. I didn't have clarity 13 years ago and I just did everything I like to do and it worked out. So you just said something that's really important. You said, um, I don't know how to explain. I wish I could remember exactly. And I should have stopped you. But the thing is, you're trying to explain what you do based on an already existing formula based on a description that's already out there. I want you to write oh, right. a job description. Right. Because I work with a lot of healers in Next Level Living. And as much as they get certifications, they aren't like one in particular, you know, and Dashka's a bit like this too, because she's expanding into so many different areas, even though she's certified, she's also a nurse, she's got a lot of things. They're defining themselves based on their own expertise, mm -hmm. what's being birthed from them, from the work that they're doing and in that program and other programs. I want you to write your own job description and I want you to have fun with this job description. I want you to write, you know, I, I'm able to make people laugh in the most difficult moments because it doesn't, what, what I'm trying to do with the genius call, and it's very hard to get all this out in this short period of time, um, is to teach people that what you do doesn't exist. That's why you do it. And then we have to, and the way we learn how to sell that or share that really, because it's not about, I can't, somebody was pitching me hard on LinkedIn. I said, you don't even know me. I will never work. And I said, you know, you should really try to study the person before you pitch me. And his next message was, well, maybe I wasn't clear. This is what I can do. And I went delete block. Cause I'm like, you still not getting it. Like you don't pitch that way. The way that I sell is through getting to know the person and then talking about what I do on social media more. So people raise their hand because they want to know more. It's not about convincing the wrong person to get into my program. So that helped you, Lynn, right? Great. Okay. Sally says, I realized I had great life experience and worked as a nurse and a midwife. Holy mackerel. In six different countries. Working with DV and trauma. What's a DV? I bet. Dashka knows. Thank you, Marilyn. I need to use this. That's great. Um, Dashka, Jane, Mary, do you have any questions before we end? <laughs> I love it. Jane, so Jane's been in Next Level Living. She's been in my programs. And um, I just love Jane keeps having these aha moments, but you're doing like so incredibly well and you just keep accelerating and growing. And I just love your face because you're like, wow, what were you going to say, honey? I, I just said, you know, what I realized is that I have this incredible ability to share my experiences as a teacher. I'm a storyteller. Duh. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you yeah. can see how all that life experience as a professor is it's perfect for the book now. Now you can stand in a different expertise as you write this. Yeah. And an ownership is what I mean. An ownership. That's great. Yeah. Love that. Thank you, Jane. And then DV is domestic violence. So that's really good to know. 
I'm, you're muted, but I'm gonna go ahead. CCU is really calling it from deep inside. It, it's what I did when I crashed in the Ironman and got up and finished the race. Good, love it. Thank you, thank you. Dashka, Mary, do you have any questions? You don't, Dashka? Is there anything you wanna share, honey? Mary, I can address this. Unmute button. Um, I just like the going back to recognize where we were and how strong we've been yeah. because is going back to give yourself credit and recognition and celebration for those tough. Yeah. Cause we just moved through them. Right. And okay. That's mm -hmm. in the past. We move through them or what we do is we sit there and we go, we have to heal it. We have to heal it. We have to heal it. And there's some truth in that, right? Cause trauma was, you know, whatever happened, but then we have to recognize, but I became courageous. I became caring I became more self-loving you know and, and it's the stuff that yeah. was born from it go ahead honey I was gonna say the the fear not letting the fear stop me what I thought of was the initial investment in SFA right I had no idea <laughs> what I was signing up for and what and what I've gained from it and where I am from that and how fearful I was investing in myself yeah it's it's life-changing Truly. And it's believing in myself. I love that. Right. She's yeah. talking about Soul Finder Academy. And what's interesting about that is um, my pages tend to not really tell people what things are. So I love that you did it to all on intuition. And now you're in next level living and you just extended another year. So it's like, great. <laughs> Thank you. Mary said, um, I have a hard time because it's stepping into the unknown. You know what, Mary, it's always stepping into the unknown. And I, you know, before 2020, I called myself a future reader. I still consider myself a future reader because I feel like I get the glimpses. I get more than the glimpses of what people are capable of. I get to see their souls and see where they can go. I think a lot, you know, and, and I really do feel like that's a gift of mine, but what I've recognized is back then I felt like there was more of a path to follow, or there was more direction. Now we're being asked ever since like the 2020 change we're being asked to really go out from our heart and soul, hands out in the air in the darkness and just trust and have faith. And I've noticed for myself, Mary, just by knowing, so you know that I teach this, like the, the, the dream, the goal is given to the universe. I surrender to it. And then I operate day to day to day towards that goal. That helps me not worry about the unknown so much because it keeps me in the moment of creation. And that helps me to step into the unknown because I know tomorrow I feel more comfortable with tomorrow than I feel a year from now. And I know what I have to do tomorrow in order to move this forward. Does that help you, Mary? I don't think she can unmute. Hopefully that helps you, honey. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much. Let's unmute and all say goodbye together. I really appreciate it. And um, um, Sally and Lynn, I'll be in touch with you. Probably I'm going to send you a video and I'll be in touch with you, which is great. But let's, and Sally can unmute. So you can, yes. Thank you, Mary said. Great. Let's just all say goodbye together. Bye. 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 Thank you. Take care, Bye. guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.